Hello and welcome to the Home Building Hero. Today's topic is the 2019 housing market forecast. And remember, at the Home Building Hero, we want to make you the hero in your new home by providing you relevant content so that you guys make the best decision possible if you're going to build or buy a new home. I am your host today, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you for tuning in to this podcast. So before we jump into the 2019 housing market forecast, it's important to look back on 2018 and see where things went this past year before we look forward because what happened sometimes in the past year will definitely impact the market moving forward in the next year and it gives us an indication of what we can expect in the coming years. So for the past few years I've been writing blogs about where I expect the housing market to go and I collect a lot of really great information and I think generally I'm pretty on with this kind of stuff and with my position as a, a past president of a state builders association and very active in the National Association of Home Builders, I get access to a lot of data and I like to look at that data and then also make it relevant to our market, especially here in Wisconsin. So I'll be going over something specific to Wisconsin and something specific nationally uh, that we're going to see in the housing market going forward. But for 2018, the first thing we want to look back on is how was the market overall? And it was a great year for home building. It was strong for buyers, um, sellers, and building of new homes. So everybody was busy. Real estate agents were busy all year, uh, especially existing homes. They sold very quickly. They had short days on the market. And one of the things that happened is the median sale price in Wisconsin went up over 7.7% from the previous year. So average sale price is going up. And the lack of inventory is really affecting the market in 2018. So in Wisconsin, a healthy market is six months worth of homes on the market. In 2018, we had four months or less of homes on the market. That meant there was not enough product on the market available for people to buy. And that's why the average price went up. And also the number of days on the market that went down. So... One of the things too with 2018 was that we saw a strong demand in that market, especially things under $300,000. Homes under $300,000 were going quickly and well above asking price. So if you were a buyer for those type of properties, you had to come in with you know, larger down payments, be pre-approved, maybe even you know, bid over or do accelerators in your offer just to get an accepted deal on those homes. And for new construction, new construction was strong. We pulled in about the same number of permits as the year before. And the reason that is, is that there is basically a cap on how many new homes we can build right now because of the labor shortage. So even though maybe builders wanted to build a few more homes, they had certain capacities because there's only so many workers out there. So that definitely limited the new home building market. There are other factors and we'll go over those here in this podcast in just a moment. So what are we looking at for 2019? What's it going to be? Well, I think it's going to be a solid year in 2019. It's going to be a good year to build or buy a home. However, it's not going to be quite as strong as 2018 because there are several factors limiting the market right now. So first and foremost, let's just talk about the overall climate. First of all, employment. Employment is great. People are working. Nationally, unemployment is at 3.7%, which is very, very good. But in Wisconsin, we are at 2.8% unemployment, 
which is just crazy. I mean, it is so hard to find workers out there right now. It's it's unbelievable. And we have so many big things at being added and um, new businesses coming into Wisconsin. Obviously, if you've heard about Foxconn, we've got Amazon, we've got the Uline plant. So these are huge employers, huge industries. Uh, we've got a new deal with Kimberly Clark. So there are a lot of people coming here to work. So people that have jobs typically will buy homes at some point when they earn enough money. So because unemployment is so low, we are also seeing average wage go up. The average wages went up 3.4%. So people have more money to spend on things like housing or other things that they want. So that's a good sign for the housing market in the next year. But what's holding it back is that we have an affordability issue. So what's happening is new homes are actually increasing in cost faster than the average wage growth. So even though people are making 3.4% on average more, the cost of new homes is going up much more than that and a lot faster. And existing homes are also going up faster than that. Remember I said that the average uh, sale price on a home went up 7.7%? Well, if that went up 7.7%, your income only went up 3.4%, you've got a bigger gap there. So keep that in mind. The other thing is the new cost of building has went up as well and there's a lot of reasons for that and I will cover those in just a moment but new homes are quite a bit more expensive than existing homes and that gap has continued to stay fairly large in fact it's increased so back in the day uh, you know maybe 10 years ago there was uh, about a $25,000 difference between an existing or used home compared to a new home that gap has probably jumped to close to $50,000 now. So there's definitely a larger gap there. And I expect that gap will start to close a little bit, but it's it has been expanding for a little while. So we talked about the affordability issues. As far as home starts, we expect that to be very strong again in 2019. Looking back in 2018 through October, we had 1.2 million plus home starts. That exceeded the total from 2017. So basically, we are on the tr- upward track for home starts. Uh, during the recession, the target was to get back to a million. When the market was really, really booming way back in the, the mid-2000s, like 2006, as a country, we would build nearly 2 million plus homes a year. So getting back to that 1.2 million home starts is a really good sign. And it's, again, not going to exceed a lot more than that just because there just isn't the labor in our market to do that. So we are going to still see labor shortages. And I think we're going to see some rising prices because of the lack of labor. Because the trades that are busy, they can pick who they want to work for. They can set their wages. And if you want to get the work done, you got to pay the going rate. So one big impact on new home building is framing lumber. Now, 2018 was a tough year. There's no doubt. We started the beginning of the year at about four, uh, $420, looks like, roughly, f- per board foot for lumber. And that's how we calculate, as builders, we calculate our lumber prices per board foot. So that's for 1,000 board feet of lumber. So about four, four and a quarter for 1,000 board feet of lumber at the beginning of the year. In the middle of the year, right around May, it spiked all the way up to nearly $620 for a thousand board feet. Huge increases. This was because of the tariff with China, 
This also was the result of the wildfires that we saw out west and also from the issues from Hurricane Katrina. These all factored into really high lumber prices, but the tariff was the big one. And what happened was um, many of the lumber mills and the Canadian government, um, I may make some enemies here, but this is the truth. These guys started to work together when this lumber tariff came out and they jacked their prices up. There's only so many places that we get lumber from, especially in Wisconsin. We're very reliant, probably 70 plus percent on Canadian lumber. So what happened is those prices shot up. We worked on a campaign nationally to reach out to our elected officials, the lumber mills, and the Canadian government area. We target marketed them and said, look, the tariff went up 20%, but the cost of lumber went up 60% nationally. Something's wrong. There should not be that type of difference. And this information I also went to the Department of Justice. And shortly thereafter, uh, I think some letters went out and some calls were made. And we started to see almost immediately a huge softening in the lumber prices. So as of today, at the end of 2018, we are down to actually less than where we started at the year, where we're probably around $350 per thousand board feet. So that's more of a normal lumber price. So I expect lumber prices um, to, to go up as we get into spring. I don't expect them to get back to where they were at the middle of um, 2018 with the announcement of the tariffs, but the lumber pricing will, I think, go back up right now. It is a good price for lumber and materials are somewhat affordable. You have to also keep in mind that there's a lag with lumber prices. So just because the uh, the board feed price nationally is, let's say, $400 per thousand, that doesn't mean that's what the inventory is on hand at a lumber yard. They're usually behind on that. So if they've bought, they made a major purchase earlier in the year, they're going to sell off what existing inventory they have, and then they're going to adjust their inventory prices based on their next purchase. So you're always going to see some some differences in the market and the actual individual lumber suppliers from, from where the market shows. So we've talked through lumber. The next big thing, again, is tariffs and that the war on trade. That's really been a big thing, and it's unfortunately greatly affected our industry because we use a lot of materials and especially for building materials a lot of them are imported we make the homes here and that's great that we provide those jobs but when we import those items we're just subject to that so lumber is a huge one and we talked about that but the next one that hit after we just got through the lumber issue was the chinese tariff and it was announced later in uh, 2018 is a 25% tariff on all Chinese goods. That was set to take place early in December and all our pricing was adjusted accordingly. And what happened is just recently, the Trump administration has worked with China and postponed that tariff for a couple months. So we've got till early in 2019 for that to work itself out. And it's going to be very interesting to watch that. So um, I believe that we're still going to have some tariffs there, hopefully not the 25%. But what is what is included in a Chinese tariff? Like what are we going to see on new homes? A lot of things that we get from China are things like light fixtures. Almost all our light fixtures come from China. Appliances, they can be built here in the United States 
but those appliances that are made in China or the, the parts are a lot of times are made in China rather. So pumps and different things like that, those all come from there. So those are all subject to that 25% tariff. A lot of our quartz countertops, those all come from China, framing nails, uh, a lot of home electronics, any smart home things, any any electronic components, those are going to come from China, and we're going to see those bumps in pricing. So keep that in mind, and we'll really need to watch that because that's really the big X factor going into 2019. As I mentioned earlier, the other factors affecting our pricing are labor. There is a major shortage of skilled labor. Our workforce is getting older and older, and we're not replacing them fast enough. So the average age of worker is climbing every year. The average age of a construction worker right now is like 39 years old. You may say, well, that doesn't sound that old, but when that's climbed almost seven years, that that's not a good sign. That means that we're still relying on the older workers and we're not bringing enough new, younger workers in. So that's a huge focus for us going forward to make sure that we get young people interested in the trades and realize what a great opportunity it is to right out of high school, be able to find a job and get paid very well and have no debt. So the next thing we got to talk about for 2019, which will really affect all markets, is the mortgage mortgage interest rates. In 2018, we were very fortunate. We still had very low rates and rates are still historically low. But as of today, right now, the average 30-year fixed mortgage was around 4.93%. That's climbed almost a whole percent since the beginning of 2018. We've had some Fed rate increases because the economy is booming. It looks like in 2019, from everything that I've read and the people that I've talked to, we are going to see some additional rate increases, but right now the Fed is pumping the brakes on it because the economy has slowed down. The stock market has had some bigger drops recently uh, with the elections coming up and more of a divided government um, that's going to slow things down a little bit. So uh, I would expect that we'll see a few small interest rate bumps throughout the year um, and it may go up a little bit and then come back down as they try and balance things out. So experts are predicting right now that at the end of 2019, the mortgage interest rate will be between 5% and 5.3%. So still very low historically, great rate. Uh, but I think the days of the 4% mortgage are over. So um, if you didn't get one of those, um, you're just going to have to to grin and bear it and pay the new rate. But 5% historically is still an excellent interest rate. The next thing that's going to really affect the housing market, and I don't think people are really considering this at this point, is the effect of the income tax cuts that were passed last year. And I think a lot of people are still trying to figure out what their taxes are going to look like for 2019. So I think a lot of people, especially if you own a business, are going to be pleasantly surprised with how much more money they have in their pocket at the end or at the end of the tax cycle because they're going to have a lot more money set aside and that disposable income that they will have or the tax credits that they get back, they're going to use that and they're going to put that back into the economy, whether they're buying cars or new homes or things for their home, they're going to have extra disposable income to spend and probably a lot more than they're expecting. So I think we're going to see a bump in the housing market around tax time as people realize that you know they've got some extra money here and now is a good time to build or buy a home. So if you guys are looking at selling, 
it's a great time to sell because the average price is going up. Your home is going to sell quickly. For those of you looking to build, again, it is a great time to do it. Although pricing is gone up a bit on new homes, that appreciation is going to continue. And I can tell you right now that waiting to build a new home is only going to cost you more money because the cost is going to continue to rise. And I expect the housing market in 2019 to be pretty good. Maybe not quite as good as 2018, but it's still going to be a very good solid market. I think even into 2020, the first half of 2020 is going to be pretty good. And then things might start to slow down as we get into the national election cycle again and those type of things. So depending on what shakes out with that, that could uh, potentially slow down the market. But really right now, the basis of the market is very strong. We still have good interest rates. We have a lot of people working. The economy is pumping along and um, you know it's a good time to build or buy a home and if you're renting you should get out of that house or that apartment as soon as you can and get into a house and start getting that equity so it's a good time to build 2018 was a great year 2019 is going to be a very good year and i would definitely recommend that if you guys are looking at getting in the market to consider doing that soon as possible so i hope you found this 2019 housing market forecast to be super informative. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, where we make you the hero in your new home. And make sure if you like these episodes to share them with your friends. And of course, subscribe to this podcast so that you guys can get notified of all the latest content as soon as we drop it. And of course, too, if you want to leave any feedback for us, you can tweet us at building underscore hero so you can tweet me at building underscore hero if you'd like some more information or if you would like to uh, comment about the topic or give us comments on what you'd like to see on future podcasts we'd love to hear from you and of course if you want to read more on our housing forecast you can also go to our website it is www.bellmanhomes.com that's b-e-l manhomes.com and we have this whole article posted up that you can read and see all the data that we've collected so thanks again for tuning into the home building hero and we'll talk to you all soon